If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today, I'm going to tell you about a scam that I've been pulling now for the last 10, well, really the scam's only been about eight years, okay? But it's getting to a point that I'm in so deep having to try to pull it off, I don't even know if this makes me a complete piece of shit. And I'm gonna have <laughs> I'm gonna have you decide today on this Monday show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy, and this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Yeah, man, I got like somewhat of a voice. Uh, I am very tired from my week in Dallas and uh, wow. So help us, help us get through today's show. Would you, today is the, uh, the 14th of August. We're a podcast that's based in three principles, live, laugh, love your mom. We do this every day. Uh, But uh, thank you for being here. This is my co-host, my mom, Nancy Yancey. Hi mom. Hi honey. Uh, Mom's all the way from uh, Knoxville, Tennessee today. And uh, I know that everyone is uh, wondering the bustling news happening in Knoxville, Tennessee. It is a very popular uh, summer uh, destination location for many people. I know Um, (laughs) hard spot to get into. It's an Instagrammable hot spot right now. So I understand that uh, many of you are uh, (laughs) one day dreaming of living in or going to Knoxville, Tennessee. Mom, uh, you're let's explain why you're here and kind of your what we're doing. Okay, so Maggie and John moved here um, the end of July. They've been here just about three weeks um, because John has a a job here at uh, UT Medical. And um, This is my sister and her husband, by the way, in case you're wondering who John and Maggie are. So they're in their new house. So I have not seen their house since they closed on it, and they, they did some renovations before they moved in. And so I'm here for... Um, two and a half, three days. Are you sitting um, back but, far from the mic again? We're having, we're having microphone issues, by the way. Um, yes, trying to get this, this new studio set up. So now you sound too mm. echoey. Oh no. Okay. So Is that close. better? Yeah, that's better. There we go. Okay. Here I go. There we okay. are. So I'm here to help Maggie decorate her house and just kind of get settled in and, um, yeah, well, it's good. fun. How is uh what's what's your initial take on Knox? I'd never been to Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, you know, I was in Nashville not too long ago, but uh, I've never been to Knoxville. Okay, I need to know if what I am doing, in your opinion, is completely immoral, or if there is a very fine line that we think this could still be acceptable. Because every time, and I've never talked about this publicly. I don't think I've ever talked about this publicly, uh, but I'm going to talk about it here today for the very first time, and. It's okay. Y'all, you know, I know y'all y'all always use me as a good or I always use you as a good moral compass. So I was like, damn, I've never talked about this before. And I'm always like wildly embarrassed to actually have to talk about it. So let's get your two cents on this. Okay. So I just got back from the the morning show boot camp. I'm still so exhausted. I was in Nash uh sorry, I was in Dallas for two days, which by the way, Dallas hotter than hell. 
hotter, oh, yeah. could, could not be a hotter place on the planet than, <laughs> oh, God, no. uh, than Dallas. So we actually, uh, Jess and I booked a hotel down the street because we were like, we can actually save about a hundred bucks a night if we, uh, if we stay down the street and it, you know, it's only, God, I don't know. It seemed like it was maybe five blocks away or something. So it's, you know, relatively close to save 200 bucks. That might be the way to go. She's trying to save money for a wedding. I'm just cheap. So like together, this is going to be the perfect combination, right? Well, not if it's 108 degrees outside, because then you have to pay <laughs> for Uber fees back and forth. I think pretty sure we spent more money going back and forth from the hotel than we would have if we actually yeah. would have just stayed at the hotel itself. Yeah. Uh, so that was, uh, I, I don't know. I didn't really see much of it. I just kind of saw that small area uh, of of Dallas, but I wasn't wildly impressed. People, people seemed to really like Dallas, but I didn't really get to really check out much of it. Uh, so here, here's the, here's, here's the mm, quasi somewhat immoral, possibly illegal thing that I've been doing. Um, mm. So in case you don't know, I have a hearing condition called hyperacusis. And basically I got it when I was 30 from a, I I took a steroid shot. And then all of a sudden I had this like oversensitivity to noise, right? And never experienced it a day before my life until I got this, um, this uh, allergy shot, the steroid shot for my allergies of all things too. It was so weird. And ever since then, I've always had, issues with things uh, I, I go through like i guess you would say spells of this thing you know it's it's kind of chronic issue where it comes and goes and so it's uh it's something i'm probably i don't know if i have to deal with forever but right now my ears are fine right they're they're you know i still can't really deal with super loud sounds but but with most things most normal like concerts that i have to cover my ears um you know really loud situations i need to cover my ears but all things considered, I'm typically okay right now. Movies started to get a little tricky depending on, uh, but, but I still, we went to go see Oppenheimer and I only covered mm. my ears when the bomb exploded, but I actually missed it because I didn't realize when the bomb was actually going to be exploding. And when I thought mm. it was exploding, uh, <laughs> I covered my ears and I thought I was safe because it wasn't going to explode and then it exploded. Anyway. And then boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so since I've had this condition, when I first had it bad, I, uh, obviously flying on planes would be really, really loud. Right. So what my ear doctor at the time was like, Hey, well, listen, if you can go on planes, but just know it's going to set you back. Right. You need to really make sure you take care of your ears. Uh, he's like, I recommend putting your earplugs in or getting some noise canceling headphones and that'd be it. And he's like, but, um, if you're able to, you should reach out to the airlines and try to sit as close to the front as possible. And with, you know, basically if you're thinking about, you know, Delta, maybe it'd be like the, the economy plus or first class or whatever to be able to, cause it's comfort the, plus, there you go. The, yeah. uh, the, the front is the least loud part of the plane. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I did it. Right. So like when I fly Southwest, especially, I don't have to, pl- I don't have to pay for obviously upgraded seating because it's an open flight. Right. But since it's open flight, you can't really guarantee where you're going to be in the list. You can pay. I think they actually have like a system, a service where you can actually pay for upgraded um, seating, like to get closer to the front of the line. Right. But I just, mm-hmm. I found a, a different loophole. So mm-hmm. Southwest will let you fly disability, right? So you can do a mm-hmm. disability pre-board, which basically gets you in front of everybody else. And this is used for people that like are in wheelchairs, 
Um, mm-hmm. They can be for uh, you know people that are on crutches or – but it's mostly – the most things that I see are like older people in wheelchairs or maybe they're just disabled or something like that, right? So mm-hmm. my doctor though was like, hey, listen, when you fly Southwest, you can just do disability pre-board and mm-hmm. – that's, you know, that's, that's, and, and it was, it was really, really helpful at the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's been 10 years since I was first diagnosed and I'll be honest, like, uh, since then, like right now, I'm not really in a bad place with my ears. Right. Mm-hmm. But do I still use the, the, the pre-board dis- the disability pre-board? I absolutely still use that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Listen, I can literally sit anywhere I want on the plane because what I have to do is I have to go up and this is all they ask you. I walk up to the mm-hmm. counter. And I'm not mm-hmm. telling you to use this. I'm not telling you to do this, okay? Because I think mm-hmm. it'd be wildly illegal for anyone to be really dis, like, like dishonest mm-hmm. if you don't have a disability. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you walk up to the counter and you say, hey, I need a, a pre-board, a disability pre-board. And they say, okay. And they well, they ask you two questions. They say, um, are you going to need assistance down, down the, uh, the jetway or the walkway yes. or whatever the thing is? And I I just say no. And then they say, do you need a specific seat on the plane? And I say, yes. Uh And then after that, they just print my pre-war pass and I skip the whole entire line when it comes to Southwest. Okay. Mm -hmm. So here's the problem. I want you to picture this. I get this, this thing. And then they say, okay, anybody that's, you know, pre-war disability pre-board, then come, you know, come to the very front. We'll put you guys in a separate line. Right. So in the front of the line, y'all, you have to imagine it's all like wheelchairs, disabled. <laughs> and people 70 plus. Military vets. You know what I mean? People oh. that have, like, have like lost a limb. And then there's mm-hmm. me that has no physical disability. Now, it's a question. Here's the question. Do you think that I actually kind of hobble on the way all the, over there? I do. I actually act like there's something what? wrong. With my, I swear to God I do this because I feel so insecure <laughs> That I actually act like my legs are disabled. I, like, I, like, no joke. There's something wrong uh, with me. I promise uh, you I do that. I promise you. Because uh, I feel uh. so stupid that literally my disability, quote unquote, is just <laughs> I have a hearing I have a hearing condition, right? Yeah. So then I, I, I bypass everybody and I go sit down on the plane. <laughs> um, I am uh, – I. so here's my – I guess here's my, here's my question is – is that immoral for me to keep using even when my ears are not in bad shape? Is that immoral for me to keep using if I'm not – if my ears really aren't in that bad of shape? Now, let me tell you why I justify it as okay because technically, yes. What I do is I have my Apple AirPods, which are noise-canceling, right? So honestly, I could probably sit anywhere on the plane – and my ears would be completely fine, right? Honestly, right now, and I don't know because I've never tried it before, but I would almost bet that I could probably go a whole airplane ride with the exception of the landing because it's so friggin' loud. Mm-hmm. I could probably if I could probably just put my fingers in my ears when the plane lands, and I'd probably come out feeling perfectly fine. But here's mm-hmm. what I do is I'm like, well, what if? Like, what if my AirPods stopped working? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't I want to be in the least quiet area mm-hmm. of the plane mm-hmm. just in case? What mm-hmm. if my AirPods fell out and I couldn't find them? Do I want to sit there and risk it possibly being too loud? Which right now I don't think it would be, but possibly it would because I don't try it. 
Would it possibly be too loud? Because, y'all, when I take these damn $83 uh, Frontier flights, I'm, I'm sitting in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't, you ain't getting no fancy seat for no $83, you know? No. So, and, and, I, and I've always been completely fine flying in the back of the plane. But when given the Southwest option to be able to fly up front, mm-hmm. you know, I will literally hobble my ass from the, again, and I'll start doing it like about probably 50 steps before I get to the counter. I start to like, kind of just like, like, like limp a little bit. I swear to God, I do this. You don't need to do that. I swear to God, I do it because I feel guilty. I feel like if I'm somebody, if I'm standing in that line, they're like, you're or, a scammer. Yeah. I would see, I would see somebody like me and be like, well, what's this guy's freaking disability? Like, what is it? I see your legs. You're fine. And like, there's no reason why you shouldn't like, need this extra time. Like get in the back of the line, asshole, you know? So mom, is that, do you think that that obviously it's a loophole? Yeah. So do you think that's immoral? No, because you, you do legitimately have a disability. Kind of. Well, like for example, but, hang on. Here's let me let me put this in perspective because I'm I'm going to argue both sides of this. Like if somebody had a prosthetic leg and they were able and they they had it with them and they were yeah. able to use it, I would say you also shouldn't have disability pre board. Yeah, but like if you're in a wheelchair, sure I get it. Like you need the extra time to get down there, you know, and, right. and get situated. Right. Be close to the front of the plane to be able to, because I'm sure it's really hard to get up and all, you know, but so if you're able, so my thing is like, if I'm able to, if my ears aren't really bad at the time, then like, Mm -hmm. shouldn't I just be a normal human like everybody else? But haven't you had things to trigger your hyperacusis that you weren't expecting that could possibly happen? It could happen. So if given the option on (laughs) any airline, I think you should take that because that's a real problem for you when that kicks in. It's bad. Yeah, it's not great. It's really bad and it takes a long time to get through it. All I got to do is just literally just cover my finger, ears my finger. I think I I would be okay. Every time though? I think it would. I really honestly think it would. So um I don't know. I, but here's the problem with my mom is y'all like if you hear this and you're like you're a piece of shit, like please tell me because my mom would literally let me get away with murder and I know she's <laughs> like, she the worst. Well, only because I know how you've suffered. Yeah. With been, that. I remember how horrible yeah. that was for years. Right. Years. Yeah. And how in San Diego you could not go outside your house. Yeah. Without having those special earplugs in, I mean, so it was crazy. So, it, like, this is the kind of luck that I have, right? Where terrible. I say, terrible. I, I haven't like so. So, imagine this: like, I had a really nice house in San Diego, right? And it was it was beautiful. I lived in for San Diego people. I lived in Point Loma, beautiful mm-hmm. house, like what? beautiful area. It was awesome, right? But this is this is my when I say that Stephen Yancey's life is 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 always good but never easy is like so i've got this really nice house right and like that's that's mm-hmm. great but of course if you live in point loma you live underneath the plains right so the, the it's the only place in the whole entire country i guarantee you that would have expensive houses underneath a flight path i don't know for mm-hmm. whatever reason y'all that area so was, was not affected by it uh yeah. at all like those house prices were not were not yeah. affected by it not one bit so 
um, so my that version of Stevie Nancy's life is good, but never easy is like I, I've got a nice house. But when my hyperacusis kicked back up and it did mm-hmm. after, by the way, so the first really bad time was after a steroid shot. The right. really bad second time was and that was in Phoenix. That was in Phoenix. The second really, and I and I thought I'd like overcome it, right? And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. By the time I got to San Diego, I was pretty much getting better, at least good enough, you know. Right. That's so where right. I was like, so then I was like, I found this house and the flight path, and I'm like, this is fine. But then after, so then I go through my divorce and I take the Molly, right, the ecstasy mm-hmm. for the first time, the only time, and mm-hmm. that kicked everything back up all over again. Mm-hmm. So now I'm living in this house, right, where like I'm already mm-hmm. feeling kind of confined because I'm going through this mm-hmm. depression. Then if I want to go outside, I've got to either cover my ears, put earplugs in. It was a mess. Mm-hmm. It was a, such an unbelievably messy time. It was um, so bad. But I don't know. Tell me, is that is that really like I feel like I'm the guy that's parking in the disabled parking spot for no reason whatsoever? Well, in my maybe opinion, I should stop. And it's not just because I'm your mom. <gasps> but in my opinion, if anyone has a disability of any sort that could be triggered by something and you have an opportunity to prevent it, then I think you should take it. All right, we'll discuss this. Message me. You can call. You can text 888-Kramer8. That feels yucky in your soul. I want to know. Like, imagine you're standing in that line for Southwest, for those that fly Southwest, and you see some knucklehead over here that's, like, fake limping. And you're like, that's not even a real limp. This guy's not even that's, – that's the fakest limp I've ever seen. Maybe I should get, like, a crutch. You know what I mean? Like, like a little <laughs> – don't make it a lie. <laughs> it's the truth. It's oh, bad. Um, so it, let me uh, – I want to talk about moments in your life where you get – you feel like this really excited feeling about something. And this is the first time I've felt really excited about something in a long time. So let me let me share something that happened because I know you know this feeling when like life is kind of pushing you in a direction where you're like, wait a minute, I didn't expect you to go this way at all. But maybe, you know, I think maybe I might be heading down a path that I wasn't really expected to be heading down in my life. So oh. morning show, morning show boot camp is where I was at on um, Thursday, Friday. Like we said, it was a radio conference. I, I don't love going to this thing if I'm being honest, because <laughs> I just don't, it's just, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot of energy. It's a lot of extroverts. It's a lot of ego. It's a lot of yuck, yuck, uh, for two straight days. I don't get a nap in. So it's like, just it's long days for me. Right. And, but the reason I wasn't going to go this year, I told myself I wasn't going to go this year because we were, um, uh, we had gone last year. I thought I was going to be in Europe in a couple of weeks. I'm like, I'm not going to go, but they actually asked me to be on a panel for mental health. And I'm like, well, shit, like I, there's like nothing I'm really I'm not really great at radio. Like I think I think I'm I'm fine, but like I'm not like a I'm not really somebody that can really comment a lot on radio, I feel like. But mental health is like something I'm really passionate about, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know what? I should go. So Jess, her sweet self, paid money to also come to be able to support me. So sweet. And um Love Jess. We so we went to Dallas for two days. The panel, by the way was absolutely incredible. I think it was better than I even imagined that it was going to be because mm. we, and I think I talked about this a little bit before I left, but it was a, uh, it was all about mental health, but we were, the original plan was to talk about how we were going to, uh, like, like people that we have that have mental health. How do you manage that on the air? Right? Like, 
All people who have mental health issues, you mean? Yes. Like how Everyone do you has mental health? Well, true. <laughs> but how do you like how do you manage like some of the anxiety? Like how do you manage with depression? Mm. Like how do you ha- how do you manage that? But mm. what we realized through the course of talking about all this is a wait a minute, like there's so this job can be really tricky, like super hard, right? Like between job mm. loss and it's really just it's a shitty industry. It's a ter- I would never recommend anybody get into this industry um, for multiple reasons uh, as much as I love it. And I, I, I can't imagine not having this last 20 years, but it's really hard. It's a really hard industry. It's mm-hmm. mostly male driven. It's a lot of ego driven. Uh, it's a lot of uh, probably like some of my worst moments have happened in my life because of radio and some of my mm-hmm. best moments in my life have happened because of radio. Yep. And um, so I, what we realized by talking about it's like, they, like this job, naturally brings out some really hard moments that you've got to deal with. And like, so how do you actually handle these moments without them affecting your mental health? Mm-hmm. And, or at least, you know, or how do you just, I don't know that can't not affect your mental health. Like what are you supposed to do in these moments? And it was, it was really great. We had, there's four people on the stage and we were able to really break down like some really hard moments we had. Obviously I talked about my you know abrupt job loss. Um, I talked about like sharing my anxiety on the air and how that's kind of gone over the years. And uh, people had talked about like there was a woman on the panel that had lost a baby and her program director told her she had talked about it. And and the program director literally said, nobody wants to hear about dead babies in the morning. And she was like, holy shit, like that's awful. Um, There was another woman on the panel that had – Mental health got so bad, she checked herself into a, a 10-day f- facility where she just needed – and like, then we were kind of talking about managing that, right? Like you talk about that on the air or do you not when you go through these mental health, these crises? Like what do you share? What do you not? Mm-hmm. It was really – honestly, it was a very vulnerable, amazing moment. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably one of my favorite moments I've ever had in this business. It would at least be top 10 favorite because it was just – I think the the most special thing about it was they were, I don't know, I'll, I'll say I'm so bad with numbers, but I think there were probably around a hundred people watching, maybe less, but around a hundred people. And there were so many head nods mm. and tears mm. and you just, you knew that you were like getting through to people because they, a lot of people had been through these exact same situations. And they weren't you know? feeling alone. Yeah. It mm-hmm. felt like it was just because I usually, mm-hmm. I mean, I talk about mental health and I do it on podcast and radio shows yes. and I don't ever get to see the reaction it gets. Right. Right. So for the very first time I was able to see people that were directly affected by these things and kind of knew mm-hmm. we were going through. And it was really, Honestly, so vulnerable Ah. and so hard at moments and so happy at moments. And it was really a beautiful thing. One of the best Mm. things I've been involved in. Mm. Um, And so I I did this panel and so many people came up afterwards. Same thing. DMs or like came up after the thing to say thank you or ask questions. And so I I felt this, but I didn't know what to do with it. And Mm. I don't feel so alone because of it. And I woke up on, I got back, y'all, I got back at two o'clock in the morning on Saturday morning. I'm, I, if I haven't shared this before, I'm so tired right now. This episode feels like I'm, <laughs> feels tired because I'm very tired right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so two o'clock in the morning on Saturday morning. So I get some sleep. I wake up and I, what is going on behind you? Probably Maggie and John putting <laughs> ice in the glass. This is so loud. Uh, so. 
Um, I'm in their house. I know. We were on the same quiet studio we have in the, the Georgia <laughs> house. So, okay. So, so we're, so I wake up, you know, later Saturday morning and I get the same feeling that I got when I created Certified Mama's Boy. The same like excited vibe that I haven't mm. felt in a long time about like, and I don't even know how to describe it, but usually when I have big things happen to me in my life, I have this overwhelming amount of like excitement, motivation, creativity that just kind of like flows to me. Can't describe it other than that, right? Mm. And I'm like, wait a minute. That was so impactful. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've got to do more with this. And one of my, one of the, the women that actually moderated the panel, uh, her name is Angela and she is a, uh, she's a radio coach, but she also does life coaching. And she had reached out to me a couple of weeks before talking about, she wanted to like put some stuff to, she, was, she wanted to like do something else with her business. And she wasn't quite sure what she wanted to do. And she was asking me like, she said, maybe I should help people that want to transition getting out of radio and like kind of finding their skills and, you know, things like that and kind of getting the confidence to do that. And I'm like, that's cool. And, but I woke up on Saturday morning and I was like, holy shit, we have got to create a mental health forum for personalities. We have got to create, and the way I see it right now, and I haven't put like a ton of, because I already reached out to Angela before we're doing this. I don't even know what it means yet, but we're going to do it. We need to put together a mental health. And I'm imagining really it being some type of like, Zoom call. Okay, what do you call those? Like um, Zoom, not Zoom, but like um, you know, like they like they they they're doing these like presentations or whatever, where like people we can basically take what we did, but like expand it into like doing a once a month kind of thing, um, mm. on just like these little like mini presentations, if you will, mm. of mental health for performers because. We wow. are. We're, we're the people that always are expected to smile. Mm-hmm. So and make everyone else smile, right? So when you don't feel like mm-hmm. it and you're going through a hard time, I think most right. of what I realized during this panel was like, "Holy shit!" Like we don't talk about this. We don't talk about how hard this job is. We don't talk about yeah. like having to. I mean, and this doesn't have to be just for radio people, for TV people, for influencers that are maybe going through through shit and they feel like they got to like keep posty smiley pictures it's hard mm-hmm. and i'm like holy shit we have got to create some type of forum where mm-hmm. we can ha- we have like an outlet where we can like share these stories mm-hmm. and i don't really know what it means yet i don't know i have mm-hmm. no idea like how to do it or what to do with it but it's the same way i felt when i had certified mama's boy when i was like i don't know how to get there mm-hmm. i'm not sure what we're gonna talk about but, but you feel I, like it's right but i feel like it's it's like what i should be doing mm. and so that made me really really excited do you know what mm. i'm talking about mom i don't i don't know if this is a me thing or not i don't know the only the only thing i ever know is like if i get this feeling mm-hmm. of like overwhelming excitement and like mm-hmm. the energy starts to come to me i've already got like mm-hmm. The channels, like all of a sudden I've got this, this woman, it's like, I want to start doing more with this. And like, mm-hmm. this is the same thing with a podcast. Like, oh, I should probably start a podcast, but I don't know what to do, what to talk about. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden Jeff Dollar hops in. Hey, let me, let me yep. literally set you up and tell you how to do everything. Yep. You know, uh, hey, mom, you in this podcast? Sure. Let's try it. Um, yep. And everything to start to y'all, everybody showed up and now here we are with yep. three years. 
Do you know that feeling? Does that sound? Oh, I know it so well. Yeah. And it's like when you know it, you cannot not do it. Yes. That's like how I you, feel now. You just have to open your heart and just let the universe, i.e. God in my case, yeah. lead you. Yes. And, and the doors just the doors just start to open like floodgates. Yeah. I have no idea how to get yeah. there. I have no wow. clue how to That's do it. That's so exciting. What a blessing that would be. Well, just to have, just to, and I, again, I have no idea, oh. but I have a feeling. And the reason I want to bring this up on the podcast, because I want you guys to watch this happen. I'm telling you right now on August the 14th, 13th when we're recording this, I have literally no idea how to start a forum where we can discuss mental health for performers, mm-hmm. but- it's going to happen and it's going to be really good and it's going to be really big. And that's all I can say. That's all I can say. That's all I know as of right now, but it's going to happen. And I'm so wildly excited about it because it's so, it's so unbelievably necessary. So I want y'all to remember this day when all of a sudden old Kramer's over here and he's got some big, I'm not, I don't even think this is going to be a job of mine. I don't, I don't see this being like a, a, you know, profession by any means, but Uh I do see it as like, this is going to be really cool and it's going to be really big and I'm really excited about it. And the then you know what? You change the world. If you're listening to this in mm. delayed time, by the way, and mm. it's past, you know, it's maybe this is August the 14th, <laughs> 2024. And you're like, I wonder what happened to that. Don't be an a-hole. Just, just know it just didn't happen. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Whatever yeah, happened no, to that, Kramer's. know what that happened? it wasn't meant to happen. <laughs> what happened but to something that? something else may have happened because of that. What happened to that mental health place you said you were going to start? <laughs> Where's no. that at now, buddy? Oh, no, but you have to follow it. You cannot not follow it. That's how I feel. I feel like mm-hmm. I don't know what to do, but I'm telling mark mm-hmm. my word, this is gonna mm-hmm. happen and it's gonna be exciting. So Yes. All right. We yes. have more to talk I am about. Very excited about that for you, honey. Well, thank because you. all you have ever really wanted to do was help someone else. Yeah. hundred percent. Use yourself, whatever that looks like. To make the world a better place for someone else. And well, you know what? I, I just think it's beautiful. So Miguel and actually, Miguel and I had like a little heart to heart while we were at boot camp. Miguel's my radio co-host. He's the one that's Love on, Miguel. Uh, comes on Wednesdays. He's, he does a radio show in Charlotte, but he was my very first radio co-host and actually one of my yes. college friends that just loved radio yes. and I just wanted to hire him. Yes. So um, <laughs> we were having a heart to heart because I was telling him like, I just feel, I don't know. I just don't feel like I'm. I don't know if I'm just not in love with radio anymore or like the show feels stagnant or I'm just not like, I don't have the producer that I was promised. So I feel overworked and just really mentally tired. And and he was saying like, you know what you were always been really good at is like these big feel good projects. Mm-hmm. And you've not done one of them since you got there. I echo that. And I'm like, damn, you're right. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, if you've listened to the show long enough, then most likely if I've been in your city, I've done Big letter drives for troops, mm-hmm. you know, which another thing that I had no idea how to do, but we just figured it out. Correct. Um, and, you know, it, when in San Diego, we did a ton of fun stuff, big fun stuff like that. We did, uh, remember the, the backyard turf project for the family who lost their father and the girls had grass allergies. I have to say to you right now, I was so blessed to be there for that. Yeah. And I remember you, I was watching you from a distance just interact with those kids at their house that yeah. were going to benefit from that playground. And I'm telling you, I have never seen you 
so happy and so excited to be doing something. Yeah, it was great. It was and so like, perfect. I thought, this is so awesome. I this just, is what his heart is calling him to do. Yeah, and that's really what I feel like. And listen, I've I've been able to bring all like the drama stuff, which I, and, and don't get me wrong. I love doing all the drama stuff too. I do like, it's still fun to like well, find yeah, these stories. Business. Yeah. Find these stories and find these people with all these crazy scenarios. I love it. Yeah, I love yeah, it. I love yeah, it. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. But I really think I'm missing like the heart and soul mm-hmm. of what a radio show can be. Yeah. And I think that's really why I'm feeling so just like something's missing. Like what yeah. else? Like, well, you got to be able to do those things you love to do. You're really good at them. And yeah. And I'm like, well, you're right, but I don't really have the resources to do them. And so I'm like, well, you know what? I gotta go find the resources to make it happen. Mm-hmm. I make everything else happen. Yeah, I, gotta go, I, I have to go basically demand a producer to be able to put on the show that I want to do. But that's not here nor there. That's not your. Yeah. I mean, that's not your your concern. I know, but yeah. Uh, anyway, that's enough. We'll say about boot camp today. I actually have a really, really. I know that every single human can relate to, and. <laughs> We'll share that tomorrow on the show. This has already been going way too long. So, Mom, let's uh, get to our quote for today. Okay. It's from Dolly Parton because I'm in Tennessee. Okay, fair I'm enough. In Dolly Parton country. Yes. Don't get so busy making a living that you forget to make a life. That's good. How appropriate is that for this conversation that we just had? Yes, Perhaps radio is your is your living. But perhaps your true life calling is somewhere else. It's going to be mm. a mental health forum for performers. <laughs> I mean, who knows what it's going to be? You just have to open your heart and your mind to it, and it will be what it's supposed to be. I just I feel good. Mm. I feel good about it. I feel really good. Yeah, me okay. too. I'm very excited. So let's uh, let's do a commercial, and then I'll catch up with what's happening on the, the rest of the day. Today shows me kind of weird. Uh, we have to say shout out to our friends over at Care of. Care of is amazing because I understand that it's really <laughs> your health can be tricky sometimes because everyone's completely different. They're completely unique, right? And I think that the the biggest issue we have is like, hey, well, what should we be doing with our bodies, like? The kind of workouts that I use may not be – or that I need is not the ones that you need or the, the stuff, the supplements I take aren't the ones that you take and things like this, right? Care of is amazing because basically what we're doing here is we're going to do the best amount of science that we can do in a quick survey to be able to figure out what supplements, powders, and um, – what am I missing? Supplements, powders. I'm doing this without my without my um, copy right now. Uh, powders, supplements, vitamins. Now we're back up. Is right for your body, right? And they can be conveniently shipped to your door every single month. Here's how care of works: is you go take this quick, uh, but in-depth survey about really what your body needs in supplements, and then you're going to get this doctor back recommendation, right? You will then choose what's right for you, and then every month they will send these supplements, these powders, these vitamins to your house in your own little individual packs. Not only that, but they'll help you track your wellness through their app as well. So it's really, again, it's really a great service for those like want to take better care of their bodies and aren't quite sure where to go. And as your needs and your goals change, Care of can actually help you adjust your routine to match. Your quiz can be retaken, or I take I call it a survey, they call it a quiz, can be retaken anytime to give you updated recommendations. Just adjust it, and then next month your little packet can be updated as well. I, it's honestly, if somebody were to come to me today, even off the mic and be like, I want to do something to you know get my body in shape 
um, when it comes to, to get my health, you know, I need supplements, I need powders, what I need. I would say go to care of. It really is great. And especially right now, if you don't know this, that you can um, uh, get 50% off. We have a 50% off order uh, of your first order. So it's 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter code Kramer50. Takecareof.com. The code is uh, Kramer50 for 50% off your first care of order. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Okay, certified fans, what's up? How are you? Welcome to the uh, third week of August, second week of August, third week of August, whatever. Uh, <laughs> happy to have you guys back here for another week of Certified Mama's Boy. Certified fans are, contribute $6 a month to our show in turn. And actually, tonight's a big night. Yes, it as, is. As of tonight, you guys are going to know what Certified Mama's Boy 2.0 is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll explain that in a second, but if you want to go to, uh, certified or text the word fans, F A N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight, you can see all of the perks that come with being a certified fan. And one of those is you get a show dedication when you join. So when we don't have anybody new, which is today, which is a bummer, I actually, you know, what's so frustrating. Let me, let me, let me vent for two seconds here. What's frustrating is two of you guys. This I'm not frustrated, but you have to understand. So, like, I see the text message come into my phone, right? If you text eight 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 Kramer, it comes to my phone. I saw that two of you guys texted fans while I was gone, and I get real excited. So, what happens typically is I'll see the the text come in, and then about five minutes later, I'll get an email that says you have a new certified fan, right? Um, so I so so twice the text came in. Neither time did I get the email. I'm like, well, damn, two people. Two of y'all got to the the, the, the final mm-hmm. line. I'm like, nah, I'm no longer interested. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I thought I thought we we're gonna buy a new today, but we don't. So what no. we do instead is we we spin what I call the wheel of certified fans, and we just shout out one person that's been. We got people all over the country uh, that are certified fans, and we just wanted to make sure we dedicate every single show to one of you. And mm-hmm. today's certified fan is 4:32. So we uh, we dedicate today's. Episode two, the wonderful uh, Letty, Norma Letty, but I know your name is Letty. She goes by Letty. Oh, yeah. Letty, hello. Mm-hmm. From California. From San Diego. That's exactly yep. what we're talking about. Letty. Uh, Letty L. Letty L is our certified mm-hmm. fan of the day. She's been with us now um, uh, for a minute. I don't know when you joined, but anyway, you're enjoying, I'm sure, a beautiful San Diego summer, and you're a big supporter. You've been a big supporter of me for a while now, Letty. Mm-hmm. So appreciative of you. Thank you so much for me continuing to be such a supporter of Certified Mama's Boy. It's been a while. Like I said, it's been a while, too, because for some reason, you're the only person I don't have a date or a time. But anyway, <laughs> I know you've been here for a while, so she thank has. you for your support. I hope it's a great mm-hmm. Monday for you. Thanks for uh, supporting our show. Let's give Letty a whoop whoop, mom. Whoop whoop to Letty L from California. Yes. Love you forever. Thank you, Letty. 
Appreciate you so much. We need two new certified fans, y'all. Come on, we can do this. School's getting back in session. We got people here. No more excuses. Please. Two people. Text the word fans, F-A-N-S. Come on, join our fan fam. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's so awesome. It's so supportive. I love our fans so much. 888-Kramer8. And um, you can also uh, – Text the word fans or wait, fans to 888 Kramer or you can just go to our show notes and there's a link over there. Okay, a little bit of housekeeping. Number one, we have no mental health Monday. And the reason we don't is because Leah and I just could not find it. We, we, we could not have more inconveniences last week. She was like, I'm available on when, uh, Thursday and Friday and like Wednesday after 2 p.m. But I'm not available Saturday or Sunday. And I'm like, literally, I'll be in Dallas. So I can't do that. And she couldn't. It was, it was, we tried like three different times to record last week. Couldn't get it done. I said, you know what? It's all right. Let's just, for my own mental health, let's just not do it, do a mental health Monday. So, and I was like, maybe I should play an old one. And I'm like, let's just not. This is a good little catch up episode of what happened over the weekend, right? It is. And it's kind of a, a mental health Monday. Because you're talking oh, about true. mental health panel. Yeah, we got it done. And what was going on and we got what that's leading you to. Yes. It is a mental health Monday, see, just a different twist. Do you see how my mom, I can never, I, I can get away with murder. That's what I'm talking about. That's why I, I cannot you trust can, my mom. truly, honey. You can never do no wrong in that's my what I'm eyes. Like literally, I can do <laughs> nothing ever to upset this woman. Everyone else is like disappointed. My mom's like, well, think about it. It's really technically. Uh, <laughs> I think you're perfect in every way. I know you do. Uh, the other second part here is that we tonight though tonight if you're listening to hopefully in real time monday the 14th is our um certified fans state of the pod address where i'm going to be rolling out my proposition for certified mama's boy 2.0 and really you guys are going to have a big say in how this goes yes um so i really hope that you can join us live tonight on the because certified- without you we are nothing truly <laughs> So mm-hmm. if you go join, uh, you can join anytime up to eight o'clock tonight. I'll make sure you get in and uh, it's eight o'clock Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And we're going to be doing it live. And if you're not, if you can't watch it live, it's okay. Maybe you can check it out in the next couple of days before we make any big changes. That'd be great. But we'll be talking about kind of the, the future of the podcast and um, really, really, really hope that you can be on there. That'll be certified fans only. If you're a certified fan, for some reason, you're not part of our Facebook page, message me and I can get you guys into before it comes to uh, our event tonight. But I hope I have maybe 100 people on there to be able to start talking about about things. So um, the yeah, that's uh, that's tonight. So hopefully you'll join me over on Facebook. Okay, mom, I need you to get a lot of good stories from from Knoxville. We got a week of my mom in Knoxville, and then um, yeah, we'll just catch up tomorrow. Okay, well, not quite a week, but a few days. Okay, yeah, well, it's gonna be fun. Go have it's fun. Wonderful being here and with your sister and her husband. I'm yep. gonna get some sleep, and uh, we'll yep. do another episode back to normal with Ask My Mom tomorrow. All right, yep. mom, take us out live um, oh. with your with your signature. Okay, love you forever. 